passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We apologize for coming to you a bit late this morning. You can blame technology or you can blame Kansas and North Carolina playing so late that I was bleary-eyed, but I digress. If you are listening, if you are watching on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, smash that like button. Subscribe, do all you need to do, because we have Dwayne Long here. Once again, you always see the avatar of Orlando Pace, because we want to make sure Dwayne can get his naked jaunts on and not be ID'd by the police. Dwayne, how goes it in the fine city of Columbus this morning? Oh, I'm I'm still shell-shocked. What a great game last night. And, uh, you know, we had some people leave, and that was a big surprise, so... A lot going on to to uh, digest. Once again, if you have any questions for Dwayne or myself, please fire them out at us. We would love to answer them. But let's discuss the goings-on. There's plenty of news. And, of course, the main story, Justin Arns has left the basketball program. Just kidding. I digress. He has left, but that's not obviously the biggest news of the day. Two defensive backs, Bryson Shaw and Legend Cavazos, Saw the writing on the wall. Both have elected to transfer. Not too surprising, Dwayne. We were talking before the show. I think there were some discussions this weekend. There were some spots filled. There were some official deals registered. And that caused other dudes to jet. Your thoughts on Bryson Shaw and Legend Cavazos leaving the Ohio State program? Well, I think it's it's good for everybody. Uh, you could not really be happy with what you saw out of Bryson Shaw last year. He was only in there after several injuries. I mean, when you look at the injuries at safety last year, wow. It's uh, We were going to be pulling people out of the stands if it had got any worse. Uh, one more injury and we would have been looking for volunteers. Uh, that's really the only reason a guy was on the field. Um, and, you know, it, it says it speaks volumes. He's gone now. The guy who started about, what, half the year is now not even in the program because he had been pushed down his depth chart that far. But I'm looking at it at the positive. That says that all those guys, uh, Proctor's back, uh, 
Dunn is back, and and uh, uh, Turntine. Those guys are back. So you know from injuries and and that's huge. That says okay, these guys are ready to play, or or they wouldn't have, they would have tried to get Shaw to stay around. Now as far as Cavazos, uh, I got to go back to high school and say that I didn't think that from what I saw that he was Buckeye caliber. That goes back to the thing with friendship with with um, with Urban Meyer. He was he was longtime friends with the kid's dad, and that had everything to do with with him coming here. Uh, he wanted to be a cornerback. He was not a cornerback. So uh, and, and I don't know if they, how much they tried him at safety, but I don't I don't know. I'm just saying these kids go somewhere they can play, and we make room for guys that uh, that can play. So I, I just the the transfer portal people are all worked up about it. I think it's a good thing for everybody. Manny Jaws asked if we are taking questions today. We are, and we will answer them at the end of the show here. Yeah, I mean, we need to return to cornerback you here. You can look in the NFL and see all of our guys, you know, the uh, Marshawn Lattimore's of the world. Brad Roby's made a nice run in there. Even Eli Apple has gotten cups of coffee in several places, and we just haven't had that in the backfield. Um, I mean, this time last year, Good gracious. Look, we were looking at, we didn't know Denzel Burke would be what he was. We hoped Cam Brown would emerge. So now you're looking at it. I think the great thing is those guys have been passed up on the depth chart by younger players. Jordan Hancock for one, J.K. Johnson, Ja'Kalen Johnson, another. So if uh, you're older and you get passed by a younger guy on the depth chart and uh, you want to eventually be a starter, it's time to go. And there's going to be some changes anytime you bring in a new coordinator. And I think that's what we're seeing. So I definitely think it's a good sign that the youth is being served. Anybody who watched any of the video over the weekend can see those guys flash. Let's talk about tomorrow. Malik Hartford, arguably the best defensive back in the state of Ohio from outside Cincinnati, will be making his commitment. He has a final five. Most crystal balls lean towards Ohio State. Your thoughts on Hartford and whether or not he'll be a Buckeye. I love this kid. To me, he's just what you're looking for in a safety. He's a big kid, you know, and you want that bigger guy, Dan. The safeties are going to be up at the line of scrimmage. They're going to be making tackles. Uh, your, your safeties are often your second or third most tackles on your team. These guys got to be physical, uh, and I love the size he can, can take on these bigger bigger uh and really help on these bigger wide receivers so uh he's i i he checks all my boxes i'm very happy to to uh have that kid and uh yeah he's a naked joint kid for me so i'm gonna break out of here in the next oh about 12 hours and get prepared yeah it's uh we talk about this ad nauseum but when you have guys of this caliber in the state of ohio even if they're that close to cincinnati You've got to get them in the fold. We've actually done a good job down there recently with the Tegra Shibolas of the world, uh, Jair Brown, et cetera. So that's a really good idea to get that going. And Malik Harford, I believe, will be a Buckeye tomorrow. If you are watching, you don't have to take a break. If you are listening to the podcast, we're going to take a quick break and come back. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice 
the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. All right, we are back. Here's a guy we want to talk about. Dwayne, there's a guy we haven't discussed much. And there's some information that came out yesterday that was very, very encouraging. Caleb Downs out of Georgia, really without question, the number one safety in the class. There's a lot of vibes now that Alabama and Ohio State will be the teams to beat. He recently visited. His lineage is incredible. His father played in the NFL. His uncle played in the NFL, or at least had a cup of coffee after being a thousand-yard receiver at North Carolina. His uncle is Dre Bly. Your thoughts on Caleb Downs possibly being added to the class? I tell any fan, go look at his film and tell me that's not the best safety in the country. You don't need to you don't need to be a professional to see just how special this kid is. If you can't figure it out, then stop trying to evaluate talent. He is special. Getting him, we have not recruited safeties well. Uh, we were talking about it on the message boards. It's been a while. I mean, Shaw, I, I you know, even at the time I said it was a reach. And uh, you look at Hooker. I just could not believe we took him. Uh, we've just not the younger done well. One. Our numbers are not. Our numbers are not even what they should be. So getting the safety talent up like the, the cornerback talent, that's something we need to do. And with this coach, he is going to be pushing that. Knowles' safeties are key to his defense. So he's going to be uh, after after uh, uh, Ryan Day to get him a few more talented kids. And that's a great start right there with Hartford and this kid, uh, Caleb Downs. That would be a great start. Yeah. Malik Hartford and Caleb Downs in the same class. Then you're talking like a receiver hall kind of thing. Uh, You can make an argument. It's the best. It's your number one and number two safety on your board. If they get them, that's just, that's tremendous. Once again, not easy to get a guy out of Georgia, but, um, Downs is not the type to, I think, be limited in his purview, given the fact that he's got pros all throughout the family. Let's talk about the scrimmage the other day, Dwayne. Great video from us that you could see. They let the fans in there and the students in there, but they let us get in there as well. We got to see the offensive line. If anything's different, it's that uh, Matt Jones is on the right side and Donovan Jackson is on the left side at guard. The rest is who you expected. I think there weren't too many surprises on offense. The defense, I was very impressed with the defensive line. Uh, the Jack Sawyer, JT Tuomolau, uh, Mike Hall, uh, Tyleek Williams just looked tremendous. Defensive backs, I thought Jordan Hancock flashed. Your thoughts after seeing the group, I know you have a little bit of concern about the depth on the offensive line. Yeah, um, I brought that up with you immediately after I watched uh, what uh, D bids threw up there, which was really, really nice. Uh, I watched it several times because uh, now the starters looked really impressive. They seem to be working together. Uh, they, they were um, 
they did very well despite being under assault. And I'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, the backups, especially inside, uh, they need a lot of work or we need to find somebody else because they were just getting getting beat consistently when uh, when they were in there by the defense. It was it was uh, concerning. So uh, one thing you want to hope for uh, this fall, Buckeye Nation, is uh, keep that uh, keep that offensive line, the starters healthy until these uh, backups can uh, can get get their legs under them. Um, that was that was concerning to me. Now defensively, I mean, I always wanted to throw more blitzes in the last few years. Well, guess what? We're going to blitz. He he he's sending I he's sending people every down. I love what Knowles is doing. Uh, he was attacking. I kept seeing guys coming out of the second level while uh, while the scrimmage is going on. He's going to send players. He's going to get to the quarterback by whatever means necessary. Now, what I think he'll discover is he's got ends and tackles that can get the job done. So you really only want to rush four, but uh, uh, he's going to get. He's going to use however many he needs to. But I think he's going to find that we've got. It's just a higher level of talent, and he might be able to get away with just rushing four every now and then. But I love that he's going to he's going to get to the quarterback by whatever means necessary. I'm going to just read the question that Lotus One had here because you just actually answered it. And the question was, do you believe that Knowles' scheme will lead to a more aggressive mentality from the players in the defense? And do you expect to see blitzing on passing downs or on regular on a regular basis? I think what you got out of that is from Dwayne in the previous answer, lots and lots of aggressiveness, lots of blitzing, lots of guys coming from places to confuse the quarterback. Next question from Mike Wyatt, Dwayne. Why does Larry Johnson not run more stunts? I think he believes in the talent he has that they can beat anybody one-on-one. And here's the thing about stunts. Uh, you can you can spring a guy free. Uh, he's running free, chasing a quarterback, or you can create a big hole for somebody to run through. So that's a concern about uh, running running stunts. I understand wanting to run more. Uh, maybe we should mix it in a little bit more. But I think Larry Johnson is just convinced these are these are elite talents, and uh, they're going to beat the guy in front of them consistently. We don't need to to uh, do uh, stunts, which can be risky. Steve Loki asks, and I'll take this one, with two guys entering the transfer portal, where does that put us in the scholarship number, and is it possible to look at another tight end from the portal or maybe more offensive linemen? As far as the transfer portal, literally anything is possible while it's still fluid. Um, I do think they will look at that, but – Keep in mind, the bar is pretty high when you talk about Ohio State to come in and play. Most guys who would be able to play tight end at Ohio State are a featured part of their offense already wherever they are. So it would take something special. I that That's less likely, and, and I think O-Lyman is kind of the same way. Ohio State has a pretty high bar for that, and unless it's a graduate transfer, um, like the kid we got out of Rutgers, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the number I think is at 88 right now. I would not worry about the trans the, the number. I know that used to be a huge deal, the scholarship number, but uh, the way things go now, 
I don't think you have to worry about that at all. There's no chance they're going to pass on a player that can help Ohio State uh, because of the numbers. They'll, you know what they'll do. Um, all right, this has been a re- relatively popular topic here. From Mani Ja, what do you think about Al Washington's work as a linebacker coach, both recruiting and developing? Dwayne, I'm going to take this one. Uh, look, we don't want to kick anybody when they were down. Al did not have a great run here. I think we all know that. The emergence of guys like Reed Carrico this year as opposed to last year show that maybe guys weren't allowed to play with their instincts quite as much. So never want to you know, be too negative about a guy who, who left Michigan to come here, by the way, and is now at Notre Dame doing his Midwest Power Tour. But I would say, you know, the fact that Jim Knowles is now in charge of the linebackers will mean the linebackers will play better. By the way, Al could recruit, so let's not uh, throw shade at that. He, he's got some real quality players in here. Um, Dwayne from Omar Austin. Who emerges, in your opinion, as the number four and five wide receivers? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, uh, Julian Fleming is going to be number four. Who's yeah, going to be agree. number five? Uh, that could be Ballard, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's who I would throw out there. Uh, That's the kind of thing, though, Dwayne. You know in. this. Yeah, it could change every week. The top four, I think, are locked, and then they'll receive the majority of the snaps, and then after that, and whoever has the best week in practice. They don't really use five receivers as much as one might think. Um, maybe they would if, if Ballard pushes hard to get in there, but. It's not like the first, second, and third receivers are going to have trouble getting open. So um, it's only one ball to go around. Ed Rogers, Dwayne, is Ed Rogers delusional to think a national championship for Ohio State is a possibility this year? Oh, absolutely, no, absolutely not. The offense is going to be so explosive. It's not going to be a thing of stopping the offense. You're not going to stop the offense. It's about trying to keep the Buckeyes under 40. That's going to be, and we're going to be better on defense. Come on, man. We've been watching Mm -hmm. this go down for how many years now? Four or five years where the defensive uh, uh, was just not good enough, even though we're sending players to the NFL. So uh, that speaks volumes. Uh, We, we, all those guys are out of there. I mean, other than Larry Johnson, is there is there anybody back? I can't think of one off the top of my head. These guys just weren't getting it done. They'd get this elite talent, and they weren't coaching them up good. The scheme wasn't good. We, we, too many big plays, and that's, that's scheme. When you're giving up big plays, people aren't where they're supposed to be. And uh, I go back to the Oregon game and just how badly. We got out coached in that game. That is they're going left, Wayne. They're running left. Yeah, I I saw that uh, they they were not good enough. All right, Uh, from Sue Zabo, is she the number one fan of the show? She's in the mix. I hear Carnell Tate is leaning towards us, but who else from South Florida Express do you feel has a high likelihood to commit? Sue. Bill Kerlick has done so much work on this. He even did a podcast with our national team earlier today. 
and he had some tremendous coverage for over the weekend. So I can tell you that Brandon Ennis is one of them. I saw a Twitter post last night. Uh, could Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate both end up at Ohio State? And their seven-on-seven coach, I believe, said that's a possibility. So you definitely want to go check out Bill's work from the weekend. Uh, he has a story about how the Floridians almost didn't get here. And then he did a podcast this morning, and I would be silly to try and trump the dean. So please go check that out. Next question. From Spider Sillery, another fantastic viewer and question poser. If you pulled someone out of the transfer portal, what position would you get, Dwayne? And would there be a specific player in the portal you would want? It would be, uh, uh, in particular, offensive line. I look at the guys and and just watching that uh, film that, that uh, Dave Biddle came up with, I was like, what in the world? You're getting beat every snap. Uh, tackles are doing all right. <clears throat> Uh, inside guys, I just they just did not seem to understand what was going on. It, it just it was bad. I didn't uh get the numbers so I could you know look and see who they were, but it, I'll, maybe I'll go back and do that and, and publish it in, in the thread. But it was just every play they were they were getting beat. We can't have that, we cannot have that. So, um that would be my number one. More safeties. Just get as many bodies as we can. That would be the other thing that I would do. Other than that, there's just really no position. We're we're stacked. We 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 got the cupboard is full. I would agree with that. Um, you know, you'd say you'd like to go and get an elite tight end. By the way, we just had the number one tight end in the country named Jeremy Ruckert, and we didn't throw him the ball that much. So I'm not sure I would do that. I'd probably go get the number one corner just to lock up another receiver. I don't even know who that would be. But the idea of Denzel Burke and the number one corner, if it's not Burke in the country out there, I think with the pass-happy offense, this would be my go-to. All right, this is going to be interesting here. Michael Campbell is going to ask the first question, I believe, from a non-Ohio State fan. See if you can figure out who he supports. Let's just say Notre Dame's main package is this. Tyler Buckner at quarterback, Chris Tyree at running back, Michael Mayer out wide in the boundary, Lorenzo Styles, Avery Davis, and Braden Lindsay on the field. Could this be the most explosive offense in the country? Michael. No. You and I know the answer to this. The answer to that is no. You're fighting for number two. Dwayne, take it. It's No. <laughs> I mean, I, that I don't know any of those guys, but Styles says everything. You know our guys. I guarantee you, you know our guys. They're household names across the country and college football fans. All these guys. Nobody is going to, nobody is not going to know who C.J. Stroud is. They're not going, everyone's going to know who, who, uh, uh, Travion Henderson is. They're going to know who who uh, uh, Smith and Jigba is. You're going to know our kids. We don't don't know yours. That, that's that speaks volumes. We appreciate Michael Campbell stopping by. Though the more fans we get in here to jack our page views, we love it. All right, Steve Loki has an interesting question. Where does Cameron Babb fall in the depth chart? That's a really good question. At this point. 
I would just like to see Bab get to the opener healthy and able to play. Let's do that before we start worrying about putting him on the depth chart. This is a guy who's been literally to hell and back when it comes to injuries. And I know he had a nagging injury or one we thought might be more serious just recently. And turns out it's not as bad as we thought, but I'm not worried about the depth chart for Cam Bab as much as let's just get him healthy and onto the field. And then uh, we know his talent will show, will show, excuse me, when that does happen. Exactly. Sue's in here. Styles and Tyler Buckner. That's it. Good try though. Tyler Buckner, a quarterback out of San Diego. Hopes are extremely high, but um, I actually know someone who knows Tyler Buckner. I'm going to hold my comments on him. Good morning, Bucknutters from Where Goes One. Oh, Michael Campbell has a return here. Do you know the 40 times in the Notre Dame offense? Yes or not? Yes or no? If not, you better research before week one. The quarterback has wheels too. Okay. I can tell you this. I don't fear Tyler Buckner running away from anyone on the Ohio State defense. So, uh, Dwayne, here's a question for you. Will Carson Hinsman see playing time? <laughs> He's got a lot of people to work over. That's for, that's for damn sure. Uh, trying to get on the, the two deep here is just – You've got to claw. You've got to put in every bit of effort that you can. Uh, you know, everybody's going to get a shot. That's one thing about a new staff. Everybody that, that wasn't a starter gets excited because they know these are different eyes on us now. So we'll see. I don't expect him to be in the two deep, but who knows? Well, I mean, if he's going to get in it, this would be the time to – to make your play, given the fact it's a new staff, etc. Like you said, Bryson Shaw, starter last year, portal this year. So things can change. One thing that doesn't change, we appreciate Dwayne stopping by, and we appreciate all these great questions, even ones from fan bases located outside the 614. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Sleuths are focusing on the brutal slayings of four college kids. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. This is the start of something major. Follows online detectives as they unravel the mystery of the infamous Idaho College murders. There's plenty of places to hide a weapon. And turned it into a social media phenomenon. Where are the roommates? It is a huge night. I want the truth from you. Hashtag Cyber Sleuths. The Idaho Murders. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.